Coming up on today's episode of the Ignited Life you Broadcast. You cannot have faith and not have the Word of God. And you cannot have the Word of God and not have faith. You cannot be studying your Bible, listening and hearing the Word of God, and you not be full of faith and full of the life and full of the vigor and full of the energy of God. So if my faith isn't alive today, it's a result of not having the Word of Welcome God. Welcome to the Ignited Life Broadcast with Carl Terrell Turner. We pray that you will have a true encounter with God, receive practical teaching that will encourage and lift your faith, and that you'll experience the unconditional love of Jesus. So open your heart now to receive the ministry of God's Word. Welcome to the Ignited Life Podcast. I am your wonderful host, Carl Terrell Turner, and I just want to say thank you for downloading and tuning in to this week's episode. You will not be disappointed. I appreciate you so very much. Real quickly, before we get into it, um, go ahead and click the like and subscribe button on this podcast. It helps the podcast rank higher so other people can find it, and so uh, that would be a great benefit, and I would greatly appreciate that, as well as just Text someone, send a link, email it to someone if you feel like this could be a blessing to someone to help them, encourage them uh, in their faith walk with the Lord. Also, you can go ahead and follow me on all of social media at Terrell Turner. I think Facebook is at the Terrell Turner. So uh, make that adjustment. And also now on the Ignited Life, you can find everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at My Ignited Life. So now they're all together, all the same one. So thank God for that. That's been a fight, but praise God, we finally got all three at My Ignited Life. Of course, the website is always there for you with some articles and uh, downloads and some videos at ignitedlife.org or just terrellturner.com. And uh, so always check those resources that were uh, uploading some new things, and we got some great, great things coming up on the horizon as we end the year and go into 2023. Oh, man, got some news I'm excited to share with you, but not just yet, but working on some things. So anyway, uh, this week's episode, and I believe next week, we're going to break it into two. Uh, I'm going to talk about the fundamentals of faith. So recently, I was able to share and, and teach and preach at a faith conference, and uh, I was actually able to launch it off and kick it off. And the topic was about the fundamentals of faith. We hear so much about faith, that term and that word is used loosely, but I really want to go through and explain what faith is, how we get it, where it comes from, how do we use it, does it benefit us, and if so, what steps do we take? Faith is alive, it is a fourth, it is a thing, and uh, in this teaching, you're really going to learn and, and get some basics of how to work faith, how to work the Word of God. So the next few weeks is going to be a live teaching setting. I want you to listen up, listen good. We'll split it into half, so you'll have part one and part two. And uh, I really believe this will bless you and uh, give you some answers to some things. So uh, we're going to go now to that particular service, and I'll come back afterwards uh, to wrap things up. Thanks so much. So it is an honor, humbly honored to kick this off. And to launch us into this week. So I want to share with you this morning some fundamentals of faith. Okay? Fundamentals of faith. So many people think they understand about faith or no faith. You may have heard this, uh, I came to the faith. Or um, another good one on applications, they used to put, they don't do it now. But they would put, what faith are you? Are you Catholic? Are you Presbyterian? Are you Baptist? That's not what faith is. 
So we are going to launch this morning understanding truly what is faith, fundamentals. Fundamentals relate to the structure or the function of a thing. Uh, my children, they, they, they like to play soccer. And my daughter especially does not like to practice. She wants to get out there on game day and she thinks that she can do what she watched on TV or what she saw somebody else does and go out there and do it. And I had to say, Allie, it doesn't work like that. You have to practice. And when you go and practice it with the coach, he's teaching you what? The fundamentals, how to control the ball, how to stop the ball, how to pass, the rules of soccer. So that's what we're going to get into this morning of understanding how does faith work? What does faith do and why do we have it? Amen. Go to Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1. We're going to start there in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1. Now, one of the things that my father has taught for so many years, and he has echoed here in here this past month, is that if there is any kind of need in your life, whatever that is, okay, whatever the need or the situation or the struggle has been, it is a direct correlation to lack of understanding of God's word as it pertains to that area. Because the moment you get the promise and the moment the revelation comes alive, the moment the problem ceases to exist because God's word solves all things. He is the answer. It is life to those that find it and health to all their flesh. So if there's an issue as it relates to my family, with my children, I need to find the word revelation concerning that particular situation so that I can get what God said about that situation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1, it says there, looking unto Jesus. Oh, excuse me. Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. Somebody say every weight. Lay aside every weight which, and the sin which does so easily beset us. So how do we lay aside the weight? How do we lay aside the sin? Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. My dad just got finished saying there's going to be a paintbrush this week. Jesus is the painter. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. So I wanted to start there because we need to see Jesus. He is the word made flesh. In fact, he proved to us that we can live on the earth. He, get, he is our example that I can live on earth as a human, fully God and fully man, which by the way, that's us as well. People don't like for you to say that, but I'm fully God and I'm fully man, just like Jesus was in his earth walk. And he proved to me that he can lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. He proved that he could keep himself and not fornicate and not commit adultery. He proved to us that he could sign to the one who would follow him because he believed. He proved to us that he can overcome every situation. So if Jesus can do it and he lives in me, I can do it. Come on, Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Amen. So we look unto Jesus. He is the architect. He is the designer, the contractor, and the builder. So if I'm going to move in faith, I need to look at the example that Jesus set before me. Amen. Again there, uh, one of the greatest things uh, my dad taught me, and if you've been in this ministry, you've heard this, spend the most time in your Bible reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yes, sir. Why? Because that reveals who Jesus is. And that's, if, I'm, if I want to be more like Jesus, I need to find out in the Gospels how he operated. Yes, sir. 
So yes, the Old Testament is great and the Gospels are, are great and everybody loves Paul these days, but I need to really find out how did Jesus operate? How did he think? How did he love people? How did he respond to situations? Because he's the most perfect way, amen? Okay, go to John chapter one. Now it's faith conference, so we're gonna give you some scripture today. Amen. <laughs> John chapter one, and I'm gonna read uh, verse one. Hallelujah. John chapter one, verse one. <clears throat> I'm going to start reading. In the beginning was the what? Word. In the beginning was the what? Word. Where was the word? So John chapter one, verse one, in the beginning, the word was there. Before there was the beginning, there was the word. So John chapter one, verse zero, was the word and then was the beginning. When God decided to make the beginning, there was already the word. So before I do anything, before you start looking at stuff, before you start thinking about stuff, before you go to start trying, get a word. The word has to exist before you exist, before the thing exists. My, my dad wrote a book called The Simplicity of Faith. And in that book, he gives five steps to make faith work for you. The first step is to find a promise in God's word that relates to your need. So, this is a formula. It is a method. Faith works. Yes, it does. Somebody said, well, I tried faith and it didn't work. No, you didn't. You didn't try faith. Because had you tried faith, faith would have worked. Faith works every time. Faith works all the time. It works in the morning. It works at night. It works for your black. It works if you're white. It works if you're in two below Mississippi. It works if you're in Zimbabwe. It works if you're in Australia. It works if you're fat. It works if you're white. It works if you, it doesn't matter who you are. Faith works. And it keeps on working, and it keeps right on working, and it keeps right on working every time. If you'll take the same mantle, go to the same brook, and smite the water, it will part for you. It's guaranteed to work. It's the great equalizer. See, there can be no, uh, the word of God makes everything equal. Everybody has an equal opportunity. He says, I've given to every man the measure of faith. Yes. Now, what you do with your measure, that's on you. So we all start at the starting line. So, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. Verse 2, the same was in the beginning with God. The same what? The same Word. Jesus said in Mark chapter 11, have faith like God. So we can't have our own definition of what faith is. The same word. Same word. I can't have a different method. I'm standing in today the same word that I was taught that was handed down to me. See, if I change it, I'm going to get a different result. If I don't change it, I'll get the same result. Same word. The same formula of faith will work. But we get caught up in, well, how we're doing things now. Oh, things have changed. 
oh, I have my way of doing it. I, I'm going to take what Pastor said, but I'm going to do this. And then we start doing stuff and we're wondering why there seems to be a, a cap and a ceiling. I, I just can't seem to push through and, you know, something changed for me. And, and it's because I didn't use the same word. What is that same word? Go to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1. I'm going to have to keep going. So Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning, God created heaven and what? Earth. So if in the beginning there was the word, that word, that same word was here in Genesis chapter 1. And God did what? Verse 3, God said, let there be light, and there was light. And then verse 4, God saw. So God said, and then God did what? He saw. He said, and he saw. Faith begins where the word of God is known. You cannot have faith and not have the word of God. And you cannot have the word of God and not have faith. You cannot be studying your Bible, listening and hearing the word of God, and you not be full of faith and full of the life and full of the vigor and full of the energy of God. So if my faith isn't alive today, it's a result of not having the word of God. Amen. The more you stay plugged into the word, the more faith comes. Yes. We'll get into that. Yes, sir. So faith begins where the word of God is known, where there's an atmosphere of faith. So if I'm in a battle today, if you're in a battle today, if you're in a struggle today, no matter what it is, have and keep and maintain an atmosphere of faith. So I don't care who you are. Mama, daddy, brother, cousin, aunt, uncle, niece, nephew, best friend, if you're not saying what I'm saying, if you don't have what I have, you can't come around me. It's okay. See, that sounds harsh. No, no, what's serious is what we're facing right now. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So I'm going to have you around me and you speak in doubt and unbelief. And you can't see what I see, and you can't perceive what I perceive. See, when there's something on the inside of you that's alive, you need somebody to help you push. You don't need someone trying to help the baby stay in. No, I need you to help me deliver and get this thing out of me. So that means we got to be on the same page. If you're in the, if you're in the hospital room and you, as ladies and you're giving birth, you don't need a, a dentist in the room. What can he do for you? No, you need, you need the obstetrician. You need the, the, the gynecologist. You need the, the, the midwives to help you what? Push, to, to count the contractions and to, and, and to get that baby on out. But we let, feel, uh, there we, go. we let feelings and emotions and soul ties allow people who are not in our same zone enter in and now start polluting and diluting the effectiveness of my faith. Faith cannot exist in emotion. I'm going to say it again. You should probably write that one down. Faith cannot exist in emotion. Faith cannot exist with emotion. Faith only exists in the atmosphere of the word. It cannot. You cannot be in your emotions walking in faith. That's why ministry like this get you out of your emotions. Why? So your faith can work. For we walk by faith and not by sight, 2 Corinthians 5, 7. 
how it feels and how it looks and what it sounds like and what they said and, and, and what they think's gonna happen and well the economy's doing this and, and the housing market's doing this and interest rates are doing this and gas prices are doing this and is, is, is the president gonna give us another stimulus and what's gonna happen here? All that is sight to keep your faith from working. Well, he said this and he said that and that, that, that's so insensitive. Your, your faith can't work because faith's going to move all past all of that. Faith's going to move past the doubters. Faith's going to move past the, the, the naysayers. Faith's going to move past when it hurts. It's going to get right on up and say, this is the day. We had, a, we had a lady come in here last week on a cane. She heard the word. It produced in her heart belief. Belief. Something started working in belief. And so she got up out of her seat and she came and stood right here. And my dad said, has anybody ever prayed for you? She said, no. And he said, I'm going to pray for you today and God's going to touch you. He's going to heal you. And a smile came on her face. Because now faith's starting to work. I, I, something's about to happen. Something, ooh, ooh, I, okay, okay. That's, that's corresponding action. And now hands were laid on her. And the prayer of faith was prayed over her. Yeah. Not if it be thy will, O Lord God, uh, eternal most high. Not even, uh, none, none of that. It was the prayer of faith based on what? God's word. What he said. Yes. That was prayed and she what? She received it. Well, now it's time to what? Do something. Because she could have easily turned around and went back in her seat. And she would not have gotten her miracle. Okay, now it's time to, now it's time to step. In spite of what the report said, in spite of what the report said about your spine, step, move. See, see if you're healed. Check it out. Step one. Step two. Step three. Turned all the way around and walked to her seat without assistance by herself. Why? Because faith works every time, all the time, anytime. Same word. Now that's just not in 857 East Way Drive. That's not reserved for Dr. Carl R. Turner. Come on. And these signs shall follow them that believe. And that's why we're here this morning, to get our faith activated and charged because we've been believe, living beneath the realm of our faith. We've been living underneath the maximum power that our faith can do. You haven't seen what faith can do for you. You haven't seen the maximum in the realm that faith can operate in your life. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, it haven't been told to you what faith can do in you. Hallelujah. If you'll stretch out, you'll stretch. You ever had a, a piece of gum, or uh, back then it was bubblicious, and you would pull it out of your mouth, and sometimes it would pop? You haven't stretched. Faith will, if you'll stretch, faith will keep on going. It'll never bounce out and pop. Faith will stretch as long as you keep pulling. As long as you keep pulling, there's enough faith. There's enough faith for that business. There's enough faith for that ministry. There's enough faith for that job. There's enough faith for that husband. There's enough faith to supply the need you have. He's not limited. Oh, boy. <laughs> A pa parallel park here. Last week, he was talking about some uh, emotional religious songs that were sung. Why is that so important? 
because songs is the spoken word through rhythm and harmony. And so now as the enemy, if I can get you to sing some stuff that's not in line with the word of God, you won't be in faith thinking you are. You'll be like Samson lying in Delilah's lap, not understanding and realizing the anointing has left and the power of the word has left because you're not connected to the true vine. So we have a lot of themes about church uh, 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 in songs today. A lot of Christian needs, a lot of, lot of God needs and, and, and stuff, but it's not rooted in the Bible. So I'm going to give you a, he gave you an a old school uh, uh, example last week. I'm going to give you a new one this week. And I'm not here to, we're here to unlock and enlighten and, and, and shine the spotlight. A song called Jaira. Jaira, you are enough. Very popular song. The guy had a sweatshirt on, on last week in the, in the, in the superstore, super and it had Jaira enough. First of all, the name Jaira doesn't mean enough. It's quiet. So let me teach you. Jaira, Jehovah Jaira, is found in Genesis chapter 22, when the father of faith, Abraham, was offering his son Isaac as a sacrifice. First of all, he could offer Isaac as a sacrifice because he knew that was the promised son. He knew Isaac wasn't going anywhere. He had messed up with Ishmael, and now when he decided to wait on God, he knew his barren wife gave birth to a son that God promised him, and he knew that's my promised boy. See, when you have a word from God and it's manifested, can't no devil, can't nothing take it away from you. That way I'm firmly fixed. I'm not moving. I'm not changing. I'm not stopping. I will not be afraid. He satisfied me with long life, so if there's a pain in my hand, oh, I ain't going nowhere. If my breath start sowing. Oh, I'm not dying. Why? Because I have a promise. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. So I, he was able to offer Isaac because he knew that was my promised son. That's why he said God will provide the, 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 the sacrifice son. And when he did, when he showed up like I said he would, he named the place Jehovah Jireh, meaning the Lord will provide. That's what Jehovah Jireh means. Secondly, how does he provide? His word says, I do exceedingly and abundantly above all he can ask or think. When I see him providing for the 5,000, he took two loaves, five fishes, and they picked up 12 baskets. He is not the God of enough. His name is El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. He ain't trying to pay your bills. He's trying to get you not, not have any bills. He ain't trying to get you a, fran uh, a promotion. He's trying to get you a franchise. Stop limiting God and bringing him down to your carnal, natural mind. God is too big for you. He is too great. Right. No, no, he's more than enough. He can save that unsaved loved one. He can change that rebellious daughter. He can bring her back home. He can, he can shake that marriage and that husband who's been drunken and, and all out in the streets. He can bring him back home. There's nothing the word of God can't do when somebody will believe it, apply it, and not change and take hold of it. So now the church is weakened because it feels good. Oh, he's enough for what I'm going through. I know. He got so much anxiety. God's okay. No. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. You have the mind of Christ. You are more than a conqueror. We're in a fight. We're in a war. We ain't got time for wimps. 
We ain't got time to be pacifying nothing. No, there's a devil loose, and you shall live. And we're not leaving out here in a body bag, but we're going to go over on the other side. My son had some symptoms last week. He had some cough. We brought him up here, lay hands on him. Well, we received it. Fever broke. We went home. And we were still in the midst of resuscitation and recovery. My dad took him last week and spent some time with him. He said, hey, Jaden, every time you cough, every time you sneeze, we don't say bless you in our family. We say, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. Oh, that's too, that's too much word. That's too, you can't have enough word. See, we're changing the way we think. We're changing how we live. We're changing our process. I'm healed. I'm healed by his stripes. I don't receive cough. I don't receive allergies. I don't receive pain. I don't receive nothing. I only receive the report of the Lord that I will live strong, enjoy life, and see good days. So every day I wake up with that mentality. All right, let's start moving. Good gracious. Fundamental number one, what is faith? Hebrews chapter 11. What is faith? Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Let's all read that together for participation. Ready and read. Now faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. What is this? What is faith? Faith is. Faith is. Faith is. It is. It exists. It has life. It has power. It can multiply. It has substance. It's tangible. I can hold on to faith. I can possess faith. I can have faith. I can receive faith. It's a living, breathing, mighty, weapon, a force. Faith is substance. What is the substance? It's contained in the word of God. Where there is the word, there is faith. Substance of what? What I hope for. So what is your expectation today? You ask a believer, what is your, first of all, let's clear that up. I'm not believing for anything. Here's so many people. I'm believing God for a car. I'm believing God for a wife. I'm believing God for a house. It's not coming. Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Now, now, faith isn't future. He's going to bless me. He's going to heal me. I'm going to get. I'm going to have. Now. Now. Future doesn't reside in, in our vocabulary. I might. I can. I'm trying. We hope. We think. Maybe. Soon. None of that's faith. That's doubt. Unbelief. You haven't been convinced yet. It's in your future. Faith pulls it from the future into your present right now. The, the, the business is here now. The clients are here now. She's whole now. 
I'm walking now. Not I'm going to. Substance of what you hope for. Well, that's going to be it for today. I pray that so far this part one has been a, a great benefit to you and that you're learning some things about the fundamentals of faith, that you got to have the word of God before you begin anything. Man, that is just so, so crucial. It sounds simple, but that's the key to everything. You know, when I was going through some trials and some tests and my flame was all jacked up and, you know, things weren't going the way. They should have been going, at least I thought, but God had always has a plan, right? In the midst of the trial, in the midst of the fire, he's right there. But I walked around, I I pulled about 42 scriptures about me, about my family, about what I was going through, about what God had promised, and I kept it in my pocket, about 42 scriptures front and back, and it stayed in my pocket for about, you know, 18 months. And uh, I would pull it out, confess it every single day. When something would happen that it looked like it got worse, <laughs> I would pull it out and and confess the word and confess those scriptures. And what did that do? It kept me in faith. It kept me in expectation. It kept my hope alive that even when it looked negative, even when something happened that came to discourage me, well, I got to encourage myself. I've got to get over that. And we do that with the promises of God's word. So anyway, I've already preached. So I'm not going to do it now. But thanks so much for listening. We'll continue and wrap things up next week with the part two conclusion of the fundamentals of faith. Remember, uh, always go ahead and follow me. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Terrell Turner. I believe Facebook's at the Terrell Turner. And of course, at my ignited life, uh, a post inspirational things, videos, reels, quotes, Bible verses. So you'll always get something that'll fuel your faith uh, throughout the week in the midst of scrolling through trash. You can get something that's good uh, to fill you up throughout the week. So follow those and uh, send me an email, info at TerrellTurner.com and let me know if this message has been blessing you at the podcast is something good that you'd like to listen to. Uh, it just encourages me to let me know that, hey, you're out there, and uh, I love to connect with you. I want to pray with you with anyone that I can. Uh, any counseling, go to TravelTurn.com. You can book an hour for me. Uh, the first session is 30 minutes, absolutely free. Costs you nothing. So uh, there's resources there for you to help you and uh, to maintain your walk with the Lord and uh, want to see God's best accomplished in your life. Again, thanks you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for listening. And remember that your best days are ahead. We walk by faith and not by sight. See you next week. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that you were uplifted, encouraged, and challenged in your faith and will share this resource with friends and family. You can find and connect with us on social platforms at The Ignited Life. You can also find great resources and content to fuel your everyday life. Visit our website, ignitedlife.org today. And while there, if today's message touched you and you'd like to support this ministry financially in reaching the lives of others just like you, click the Give link at ignitedlife.org. We thank you. And please join us again for the Ignited Life broadcast. And remember, your best days are ahead. Help this resource get in front of more people by subscribing and rating the podcast. So please take a few moments to do so. Thank you.